Looking for work? Better pay? Better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. UPS is hiring day sort warehouse workers in our Louisville, Kentucky hub. Our warehouses are team settings where everyone truly has each other's backs, and we work together to deliver what matters to customers and communities. We're paying $20 an hour and offer great benefits, including up to $25,000 in tuition assistance. Eligibility begins the day you're hired. Shift your future, shift your team, shift your life. Visit upsjobs.com to apply. That's upsjobs.com. Make the shift, make a difference. Injured in a car accident? Visit SueDistractedDriver.com. Time now for Soccer City. Six players in the wall for L.A. It's Niall McCabe. He goes for goal and he scores. Niall McCabe around the wall. Powered by your Kentucky and a Toyota dealers. Right here on ESPN Louisville. Eckage will strike and scores! Here are your hosts, Benton Newman and Zach Allen Kelly. Welcome to Soccer City Radio. My name is Benton. I'm Zach. And we have a lot to go over today for it uh, being a no game week, you know? Oh, a lot of games this week, just well, none, not involving none the city for of ours. Yeah, but we still got a full slate of stuff that we're going to go over today. We're going to talk about what happened this weekend in the NWSL. We're going to talk about the first round of the USL Blast. We're going to talk about the upcoming matches including Louisville City's match against Pittsburgh. Then we're going to dabble into some honors and superlatives in the second half of the show. This is where the text line comes in. If you want to participate in that, more than welcome to do so. Hit us up on the UPS Jobs text line, 437-9680. 437-9680. Plus, we won't have Jason bogging us down for any of it. <laughs> Brutal. He can't even respond. <laughs> and at the end of the show... You and I, we're going to share our, our starting 11 teams of the mixture of, of the Louisville all, City and racing players. The all Louisville starting 11. All Louisville starting 11. That's and a good our dream, name for it. And our dream co-ed charity match. <laughs> It'll be interesting to share. We, we have different formations. So. And Portland did it this year. It's been done. It's, it's now a thing. It's not just a dream. A team did it, so we could do it too. If we keep talking about it on the radio, they're going to have to eventually listen to us and make us shut up, right? Pick a cause. I'll buy some tickets. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I like the I like the charity side of things. Well, Zach, you want to start things off? We'll talk about the uh, the NWSL playoffs and all the wildness that happened there. Yeah, quite quite the rounds. Uh, first off, can I complain about how hard it was to watch these games? Oh, please, because I par- buying Paramount Plus this year is the worst decision I think I've ever made. It's the the biggest ripoff. Every time I I want to watch a non-racing game, or even several of the racing games, it's always somewhere else. Even though I'm paying for Airbot Plus, and they have like the exclusive rights to it. Any game that's on CBS Sports is blacked out on their streaming service. Uh, so both of both of these games were were blacked out for us for us web only viewers. And let's not let's not forget that the user interface on Paramount Plus, at least on my smart TV, is pretty terrible. I the only thing I ever watch on there are NWSL games and it still does not pop up on the home screen when I yeah. when I go to it. It should be the first thing on there. It's yeah. the only thing I use it Same. for. Same. I, I watch only NWSL games on there. And I, think I, I watch still the have to search every time. Yeah. It's kind uh, of annoying. I'm with you. So anyway, back to the actual <laughs> games. <laughs> so 
So, uh, so the the supporter plate curse strikes again this weekend. You uh, know, I saw a picture of that plate finally, and it is smaller than I envisioned. <laughs> Like you think they're going to kind of be bigger, like a platter, like you put, a, you could put like a full turkey on. But no, this is like a it's like a plate. literal dinner yeah, plate. It's, size. it's grandma's old dinner so plate. So little little work to be done there. But do you I, know, do you know what the worst part is? Not even the worst trophy that the league has. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's still better than the actual trophy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, the uh, the the rain knocked out by Kansas City at home. Their, their first playoff game. I think we talked about this last week, but I, hard not to think that that three-week break because of the international break and the bye did not not hurt them a little bit. Yeah, you get a little bit of rust, and that's why I'm happy that Little City found found a friendly that they're able to partake in and and kind of keep fresh for their matchup. But, you know... I You'd have to assume that there's not as many like women like professional women's teams around where they might not have had that ability to do so. Yeah. Uh, like, Portland was probably not going to come up and play them so oh, absolutely yeah. not no it's yeah. just going to be like a college team and that's not going to be much of a yeah you might as well do uh, like inner squad up. and that just yeah. doesn't give you the same effect of playing somebody new but props to Kansas City I mean yeah. I, it was one of those games where I mean it felt like the rain had the better chances and had more chances but Kansas City hung in there and then pulled off the the upset on the road and especially considering where Kansas City was last year to mm-hmm. this uh, and losing the two players they worked the hardest to sign uh, during the offseason before the season even started to make the finals is a, like a huge deal for Kent City. Yeah, the cool thing about soccer is like the better team doesn't always win. But what I mean by that is like you look at the statistics of like a match and you're like, oh boy, this one team just sm- smashed the other one and they just yeah. totally didn't. And the other side of it is that, I mean, it's a true team sport. Teams do not really yep. live or die based on how good their best player is playing, as I think Kansas City is is an example. You you have to be a top-to-bottom good team to win in soccer. It was a Freakonomics episode from like a long time ago. They were talking about that, how essentially it's more advantageous to, like if you have a set amount available for a team, to spread that amongst the players, get like an even like quality versus putting a bunch of money in one star player and just a bunch of scrubs around them. So the exact opposite of how the MLS roster rules work. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then... And we haven't even got on probably the game of the weekend through all competitions, uh, Portland-San Diego, uh, and just two absolute bangers of goals from Portland. Oh, yeah. Uh, the first half, oh, I have forgotten her name. Uh, Rocky Rodriguez? Rocky Rodriguez. Yep. Uh, just a laser straight to the top of the net from outside the box. And you think, like, oh, that's that's maybe goal of the season for them. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and then to have it beat in extra time, uh, uh, oh gosh, Crystal Dunn by Crystal Dunn <laughs> returning from maternity leave, uh, half volley, top of the box, another laser straight to the top of the net in extra time to win the game. And just, she had just come; she'd come back out like how recently from, like, from dude, it's been, birth? It's barely; she's barely been back. I mean, she's not even fully worked into starter. Yeah form yet she's still coming off the bench so that so. makes that extra special in yeah. the playoffs in extra time you know in those circumstances you know it's funny there is i remember rocky rogers his name is because you and i we were texting about those neck things you see on some you of the players her. 
Huh? The cue collar. Yeah, I didn't know about that. It's supposed to help prevent concussions. I thought yeah, it was I, a stat tracker. I, I think of it as the, the Klingenberg thing, because I, I think she's actually sponsored by them. So oh, I really? wonder I wonder if it has spread to other players on the team through her. Yeah. Because uh, she's been wearing one for since last year, at least, I, I noticed. Yeah, it's, I was yeah, around reading about them. It's interesting. Yeah, it, it, it's supposed to, it's supposed to like restrict the blood flow in the back of your neck, which leads to... More blood volume in your your head, which makes concussions less likely. I think it it's not definitive whether or not it actually works, but it is it's pretty cool. Yeah, it, I think it, that research says maybe. Yeah, maybe it does. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Either way, that's why I was able to recall that name so uh, so quickly. Yeah, so obviously- we are we have our we have our matchup set for the finals. Okay. Yep, and I was complaining about it being at a neutral site. Like, I get it, the NWSL, because not all these uh, all these teams have like super like great venues yet. Well, I don't even but, think it's that so much. It's just they're the big league. You play for for athletic competition reasons. You play a neutral site final because that's the fairest way to do it. I just don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work with me. Well, I don't DC's know. cool. It's actually of all of, other than hosting it last year. Oh, I have nothing wrong with DC. DC's one of the one of the easier places for us. To get it's yeah. a pretty cheap flight. It's to nothing DC. at all against Audi Field. It's just I don't know. I mean, I get it though. You know, like Champions League, I guess, like that. It's just <laughs> I'm maybe I'm the minority, but that's all right. But yeah, it should be a, should be a good matchup. It will be very interesting to see if Kansas City can keep this streak going. Yeah, we'll see. Be pretty incredible to go from last last place to winning the championship. Uh, only in the NWSL. Although, man, Portland's been. Morton's been on a tear. So, other than other than that, they couldn't close out winning the the Sporter Shield, which I think may have actually been <laughs> been in their Unfavorable. benefit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you want to Ben? You want to get into some USL playoffs? Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of action going on. We uh, Little City fans got to sit comfortably on the sideline and watch all the panic and of of fans from the other teams. Uh, Memphis beat Detroit, which. Don't particularly like either team, but I've said this before. Detroit fans kind of annoy me, so has that close to see game. That. I think yeah. well played uh, on both sides. I'm sure that that goofy baseball field that they play at helped Memphis, but whatever. Uh, Tampa Bay beat Miami. Boo! Not a close game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted Miami win just so Tampa Bay would lose, but you know they went in advance. Now here's the most fun one oh, of the weekend: it's Birmingham and Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh most brutal won. one. In PKs, and that that was a wild match. Birmingham looked like they're about to win twice. If, twice, yeah. Pittsburgh scored in in added time. A sub who just came on the field too brought it to extra time. Then they scored. Then then Pittsburgh scored again. Yeah, and it goes. And Birmingham to, took the lead at home in regular time. Uh, Pittsburgh tied it up. Took the lead again in extra time. Pittsburgh tied it up. Totally, yeah, totally yeah. brutal. So I think that was their first ever home playoff game, too. Yeah, because yeah. it was spo- they're supposed to have it last year. Was it last year? Yeah, last year. And it was supposed to be against Pittsburgh, but that's when the Pittsburgh team had that Halloween party, and then they had a COVID outbreak, so they had the forfeit. And the Birmingham fans were mad. Well, they got a free win, but they <laughs> yeah, were mad they because get, they, they didn't get, the get their home playoff yeah. match, which they wanted. And they put over 10,000 in there, so props to them filling out um, – I forgot the name of their stadium. It starts with a P. Ah, uh, I don't know. It's no. UAB Stadium, isn't it? All right. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Anyway, yeah, went to PKs. It went deep into PKs, too. Yeah. Like, what, nine nine goes? Sorry, Kyler. It almost, it almost went to goalkeepers taking the shots. Almost. Which is the best. We almost got there. But, yeah, um, Pittsburgh, unfortunately, prevailed. But, uh, I mean... That's the best. That's almost the best case scenario for Louisville City. These teams, like, playing a game that 
that rough and vigorous. I'm sure a week is playing time to recuperate, but you'll take every potential little advantage you can get. Yeah, hopefully. So I went at Birmingham to win simply because I like their fans and I want their fans to come. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, we missed we missed out on our futsal court game against Skyler. Yeah. Not not to overlook either team, but I'm not like overly afraid of either either side. I guess Birmingham's probably a little more predictable than Pittsburgh, and so that I kind of like the idea of that. Yeah. Even though I think Birmingham's the better team. Oh well, yeah. didn't pan out that time. San Diego lost. Ah, to oh boy, did they! <laughs> yeah, that they uh, got they got beat. I didn't get to watch the end of it, but yeah, they were like what three red cards? Yeah, yeah, they just oh man, they just nosedived. Was it three zero? Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. It spiraled. I mean, but um, I mean, they had pretty much already lost by that point. So it was the red cards that did did them in. They had a big record crowd there too. Yeah, home match. So unfortunately, they didn't. Oh yeah, didn't we didn't even well. mention the NFL had twenty thousand at. I think all of those games. Oh yeah, they they broke yeah. records multiple times. Oh, so man. great. Soccer's do well in the United States. NWSL is doing well in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. What else we got? Uh, oh, the um, Colorado Springs beat uh, RGV. That's the spo- that's the upset I had. It was that, another close one. Out. Yeah, and then uh, Sacramento beat New Mexico. New Mexico just squeaked in the playoffs, and yeah. Sacramento knows how to fairly, deep in a tournament. It wasn't like a dominating scoreline, but it was a fairly comfortable win. Yeah. So I mean, aside from, they had all the chances. I mean, aside from Birmingham-Pittsburgh, unless I think we're kind of just normal-ish matches, nothing too crazy or wild. No USL after dark. No. So, you wanna you wanna cut to some some ads and then get into to next week's games when we get back? Yeah, yeah. When we come back, we'll talk about Louisville City and Pittsburgh's matchup, and then we have some honors and superlatives to go over. Make sure you text us on the UPS job. Last text chance. Line. Text in your superlatives. Four three seven nine six eighty. Stay tuned here to ESPN six eighty one zero five seven. You're listening to Soccer City, powered by your Kentuckiana Toyota dealers, right here on ESPN Louisville. ESPN 681057. I'm Zach. I'm Benton. You know this guitar, the guitar riff there kind of remind me like Jimi Hendrix-esque. Do you hear it? Do you hear it? <laughs> it's a guitar riff, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, just kind of sounds like his yeah. blues pentatonic vibe, whatever, yeah. yeah. We were just talking about how I'm not a music guy, but then I <laughs> dropped that reference on you. There we go. He's heard it, Jimi Hendrix. He knows the obscure ones. All right, we're, we're going to go off, tro- off topic for a second <laughs> here, but... Um, when I was a kid, I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame up in uh, up in Cleveland. Okay. And when I was there, I got a, a Jimi Hendrix, like a best of CD, whatever. It was great. And the first track out was Purple Haze. Uh-huh. I had this alarm clock that you it could play a CD, like instead of just like a noise or whatever. So I, like all through high school, I woke up to the start of Purple Haze. You know the guitar riff there? Yes. Woke up to that every morning. My family hates it. <laughs> They hate it. Your, I, didn't, I didn't have any problem it's with it. It's your Groundhog's Day wake up music. Oh yeah, it'll, it'll startle me a little awake. But oh man, my my weird music association is uh, back 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 when you played games off CDs on computers. Uh, I had Age of Empires installed, and I had I had like a a crack on it where you could put in 
a CD and it would swap out the music on the game with whatever CD you had. And so I used to play Age of Empires to the System of Down <laughs> album. So now, now that's like the music I associate with the game Age of Empires, even though it has nothing right. to do with it. Now I got to share this one. I've played an unhealthy amount of Football Manager. Okay, I'm talking like thousands of hours, and every time I've done it, I have a um, I have a playlist on Pandora. It's solo um, piano music, not classical stuff like modern, like just piano music. So anytime I hear just like these these sort of songs like piano music. Music, I get like hard wild in like tactical football, like soccer mode. <laughs> I've like Pavlo, Pavlo, Pav, Pavlov conditioned myself. I can't say Pavlovian. You can see the X's and O's in the air when you hear the music. Yeah. I think it's You've got kinda, synesthesia now. Yeah. I, I think it's funny how I do that. Okay. We got off topic. All right. We, we have games. We yes. have games this weekend. Second round of the playoffs. Obviously, the one people listening most care about. Louisville City versus the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. We've played them twice this season. First one was a 2-0 win. That was Dog Day at Lynn Family Stadium. That was a great day. We had Remember a, that? We had Bring Back Dog Day? It's a little cold for some of the dogs. I, I like the small dogs. Oh, the dog. dogs got fur. They like the cold. Yeah, but there's some small ones that can't do it. The small ones are the ones we don't want there anyway. I'm a small dog person. <laughs> We don't need dogs to for the whole game. We want the big dogs with the fluffy coats. <laughs> so we did well in that match. That was early in the season. The second time we played them was on the road, like, like on a road trip. Might have been short rest. It was a draw, but it was a little nervy at draw. Point on the road at Pittsburgh, I take. They, they are very good at home. They don't give up a lot of points. Yeah, so we do have the edge on them if you look back in the past um, matches. But yeah, again, that last one was a little nervy. I'm feeling good. How about you? I feel good about it. Now, how about this fact? Although, right. I, Pittsburgh does have a history of being a spoiler at, at Lynn Finley Stadium. That does make me a little nervous. They did it once. Ah, it was a big one, though. I know. I know. I'm with yeah. you. But what about this? Brian Ombi, Cameron Lancaster, and Kyle Morton are all questionable as of today, which is very close to the match and not news we want to hear. How Does that change anything for you? I, uh, man, I don't feel better. I don't... I, but... It's a deep team. I don't think I don't think that'll hurt them too too much. Here's my thoughts on it. We've survived most of the season without Cam Wilson. It's been awesome, so like I'm okay there. Danny Fondes has been phenomenal when when called upon. So yeah. I I have I'm just him. fine with Danny. Yep. And as far as missing Brian Ombi, we have a lot of that's other the pieces. Big, that's, that's the biggest one. Yeah, for if, me. yeah. Like I would like him back, but if it takes you know. I think we have guys who can who can fill in that void in the yeah. meantime and give him that additional time to rest. Ray has played good this season, uh, and and Harris is healthy, so it, we're not relying on Obi to be the striker. Yep. <laughs> so that that makes it a little better. So we will see. Again, questionable, not out. All three of them could be ready and available to go. Yeah, we'll find out. The other match going on: Memphis versus Tampa Bay. Can they both lose? Is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's. Well, that, one of them if has to win. Louisville wins. Uh, somebody's advancing to the next round out of that. There's matchup. downsides with both. Memphis, I feel like it. Like you don't want these goofy, like aggravating red card kind of games. I would say you don't. You don't want to finish finals. without all eleven players in a Cup kind of final. Tampa Bay, like, do I feel like we're better and can beat I them? Want yeah. Tampa. See, you know, is, I want them. I want. I want to avenge that. Yeah, I mean, there's also yeah. I I see that side. I'm also a little nervous. Like I just rather not. But. Yeah, I guess I prefer Tampa, all things considered. Yeah, uh, you do. You do wonder if if it's Tampa, if if that's not if the team doesn't get too up for that game, and then if you do make the finals, if if you've already maybe 
put a little too much into the Eastern Conference final. That's that's the only. But yeah. but I would rather go through Tampa than not go through Tampa. They're not the, they're not want, the kind of team that's going to get too hyped up for a match. And I want to put them back in their place. Yeah, I'm fine with that. On the other side, San Antonio is going to be playing Oakland. Can, I don't I don't I didn't look up the We're records all between Oakland the two. Fans here. Oh yeah, I've been a huge Roots <laughs> fan since they. Uh, I found out they advanced. Yeah, <laughs> since this matchup, I've been a huge Roots fan. In Colorado Springs versus Sacramento. Yeah. It's the West. Whatever. I, I'm I not. Pos- yeah. I'm not positive it exists. I don't really care. Whoever has the better record against San Antonio in the regular season. <laughs> Show us who comes out from the other side. Importantly, we got some superlatives to get to. Honors and superlatives. Zach, I want to go first if you don't okay. mind. All right. The first honor and superlative I'd like to give out between the teams is the Vamos Marauders Player of the Year. On my website, vamosmarauders.com, ran a Player of the Year poll. Very tough to narrow it down to a field of four, but I did that, and then I asked the fans to vote. And Kyle Morton was selected as the winner. He deserved it. He had a phenomenal season. He's been excellent. He's probably one of the best signings that we had in the offseason. And that's that's a big accolade considering all the guys that we signed. The brick wall back there. Yeah, nothing against the other guys. It's just he's he's the best he's the best USL goalkeeper. He literally won the award for that. Yep. So if you check out my site on the um, on that post, collecting some donations, uh, tied to that it's been a thing i've done for a couple years so i encourage you to check it out do a little good in the community and get a chance to win a ball signed by the little city team oh yeah is that the one you stole from the uh from the ball <laughs> did i i don't know if i told you this and i i talked to yeah i talked to guys about it and it was, it was fine so i was leaving but george davis didn't know that he stopped he's like hey man did you pay you pay for that ball and i explained what i was doing with it he's like all right have a good night Nobody else got stopped, but it's just me. Yeah, you're shady looking. <laughs> it's going for a good cause. <laughs> All right, Zach, I want to hear one of your honors or superlatives okay. that you would like. This to is one that we got submitted online All to right. us. the The Golden Athletic Tape Head Wrap Award uh, submitted by Caitlin Whiteside. Since so the uh, <laughs> uh, obviously it goes to Jim Bonner. I, I know, I know, she had more laceration problems, but can we get her one of those those Q neck things we were talking about, like I the concussions? She, like, ne- I'm worried for her. I'm, I'm worried about it. I think next year maybe she just needs to play in one of those old timey leatherhead helmets. Oh, the Peter Check hat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would like to to give a runner up. I'll give the silver gold, the silver athletic tape award to West Sharpie. Uh, for, for Louisville City, I can't. Rem- somebody tweet at me. What match was that that he got all banged up and got bandaged? I know it was this season. I, I just can't remember. I don't remember. But, but I yeah, feel like it was. Away. That I feel like it was on the road. Somebody will correct me. Somebody right, will what, what you got next? What do I have next? All right, we're going to jump right to it. Haley Simpson asked me uh, or, or pro- um, proposition this award. Benton's favorite midfielder. Now. I might have been vocal about this, may not, but I, I love my midfielders. I feel like they're unsung heroes, and I feel like we have such an abundance of talents on both teams even. Now that I, th- now that I think about it, I was thinking in the Louisville City contest. I feel like this was Haley's attempts to get to get you short-circuit live on radio. I am short-circuiting <laughs> because like, you could ask me any minute, and it would probably change. What I'm going to go with... See, I'm, I'm, I'm already backtracking mid-sentence. <laughs> Both Niall and Paulo De Piccolo have the history factor as well as being good player factor. Like nothing gets Tyler Gibson or Corbin Bone or Hal or DeMello, but now McCabe, final answer. Oh, wow. Okay. And now I want to second guess myself. It's tough. My pick for Bitten Sayer at McFiddler is Corbin Bone. Corbin's a great pick. (laughs) 
You know, I haven't asked him, but since he's a Cincinnati guy, I bet he likes uh, like Skyline, Gold Star, all that. Oh, I take it back. It's DeMello. <laughs> <laughs> I got to ask him that, actually. Oh. Is it mine up next? Yeah, you're up. Which one do you got? All right. All right. Best goal. Oh, Ooh, it's a tough one. No, it's All not because right, we both have the same thing. Uh, we, do we both have that? Yeah, it's not a tough one. It's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, the uh, DeMello to Bonner spinning back heel kick. I, one of my favorite goals of all time in in the city. Definitely goal of the year. It's funny the, the people listening don't know this, but like we were like we work on these like notes on a like a shared like Google Docs thing, and I wrote best goal and I didn't write anything there, but I was thinking of exactly his goal. And Zach goes in later and it literally writes that one in. We're on yeah, the, we're on the, the same page with that one. I don't even I don't even have a, a runner up for this one. <laughs> I have forgotten all the other goals because this one's so beautiful. And it's the it's not just the goal. I think we we captured the perfect angle I on was it about to too. Mention that, yeah, in slow motion, it's just beautiful. Everything clicks into place at just the right time. Ugh. Cameron. Man, Kyle Spriggs was in the perfect place for that one. Capture that moment. We thank him so much for that. All right. I got one for you. All right. It's a most versatile award, which I'm already going to call the Now McCabe Award. The, yeah, the Now. The- Now's already run the honors of having the award <laughs> named after him. And this one goes to Miss Lauren Millay. Hard to argue with that. What a Swiss Army knife she has been. Does she belong on the back line? No, she doesn't, but she can do it if called upon. She gotta play center mid. She gotta play on the wing. She'll play wherever you need her to. And for her versatility, for her willingness to be a team player, Lauren Malay, I'm giving you this this award. So thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I got I got a good one. So the uh, the unluckiest play, player award. We're gonna we're gonna call this one the broken the broken mirror award. Oh man, I think not even close. I, I think I don't think I, it's, it's Jorge Gonzalez, dude. Dude could not catch a break this season. Yeah, you look at his uh, his, his like ex- expected goals and goals and like it, it was just a mess. Like I he have never he seen so many than so many incredible circus saves happen against one player. So many crossbars, so many just barely wides, and now he's hurt on top of all of that. Yeah, I was gonna say an unfortunate honorable mention would have to be Nadia getting hurt again. That's uh, not, not good. That's but, not good, but it's in the context. We're thinking like of it she in the context getting, of play. She was getting them. Yeah, yeah. No. Say, she had the balls bounce her way on the field at least. Yeah, no, she did find it on the field. It's just that was unfortunate too. But yeah, in the context of play, definitely Jorge. I agree with you on that one. All right, this one. It's not controversial. I just I hate I hate the single people out here. But best touchline fashion. I love single people out. Well, here's the thing. Yo, congratulations to Coach Cam. Like you, you clearly have won this away. Like, I, I just don't want to. I just nothing against D- Danny. Like he just, he just step it up. Comfort. Look, like look. Okay, I roll. I work from home. I roll out of bed. I throw on some sweatpants and sweatshirt. Like I can't judge anybody for what they go to work in or Tuesday. But uh, I mean, you got to give it to him. Coach, I'm old school. Uh, I'm old school. I need my I need my manager to be wearing a suit. I need a little look sharp. Kim looks. Uh, Kim looks sharp. You want to throw on a tie? I'm fine with that. That's not required. And he can pull off the like dress shoes with like no socks or the no show sock like look. Like I don't think I could do that. I wish I could. Danny can make a run for it. Danny just needs to get a little taller. And buy some suits. He doesn't have to be taller. He could just like pull the suits. You always look better. Or in like suits the consistent like tracksuit sort of look. You know, like like a Thomas Tuchel. You know what I'm talking about? No, I'm not a fan of that. No, I don't, I don't roll that way. It's 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 like suit suit for me. I feel like he falls somewhere in the middle. He wears the polo suit. So it's like kind of going on the nicer end of the spectrum, but it's not all the way there, and then it's not all the way like casual. Yeah, suit button up shirt. So. Yeah, congratulations, Coach Kim. Sorry, anyway, Dan. He looks good. He got good fashion. Wears good watches. 
You know, Danny wore some really good watches back in the day, too. He got an Apple watch, though. He didn't. But I remember complimenting once on it. But yeah. I got to look at uh, Kim's watch next time. Now they bring that up. Okay. So so next one. Uh, we had we ended up we actually split this one into two separate awards. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do, <laughs> do them both. both. Yeah, do yeah. both. Because <laughs> we had we had rookie of the year. And I think we ended up because of some technicalities between how the team works. We split it between rookie of the year and young player of the year, which we defined as best player under 21. Uh, so rookie of the year, Savannah Demello. I, I don't think any you got any argument on no, that. No, 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 no. Yeah. And then Young Player of the Year, Josh Winder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I think technically he played, he played some games last season. So he doesn't qualify for a rookie Yeah, I think year. he did technically his minutes there. Yeah. So that's a good one. All right. Um, here's, a, here's a unique one. I'm going to go with the best bourbon connoisseur. <laughs> we did this because after the little Q&A session they did for the Little City guys, they asked about their favorite bourbons. <laughs> the, the player who agreed with Bitten on a thing award. Hey, no. He, you know, I think... I think a lot of people would agree with me. Woodford Double Oak is some good stuff. And the other guys, like, somebody brought up, like, Elijah Craig. Like, I'm sorry if you like Elijah Craig. It's just very ethanol-y to me. I don't know. Anyway, Amadou Dia, thank you for picking the bourbon that I fancy. So I'm giving you the Bourbon Connoisseur of the Year Award. I actually don't know, like, the majority of all players on either side's bourbon preferences. But because of the few I know, you picked right in my mind. Congratulations. <laughs> all right. We got another, another listener-submitted one online so the most likely to suffer an injury you'll swear was made up uh, submitted by jordan dogness uh goes to jordan bloomer no yeah i'm still triggered by that i'm still upset with kansas city over that one goals could just fall over i just not aware that was a thing i'm still really upset i hope that uh the end of the episode came down hard on them i bet they didn't but that makes me mad congratulations jordan all right Here's, I think, a not controversial one, but we're going to go with it. The best kit. What is the best kit? I mean, there's only one choice. Only one. Like, it's, it's racing home. Racing home. You just uh, the, the creative freedom that they had to make that Two kit. Two years That's, running. Mm. We didn't even do the spoilers last year, but it won last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Again, not. I mean, I like the other kits. It's just that one's just... It's special. And that was the last time we saw it on the pitch. They're going to have a new home kit next year because it's, a, it's, it's an every two-year cycle. Uh, unfortunately, it will not be returning next year, so they have to, have to come up with another one. I wonder one. if they're going to have the same level of creative freedom in the kit design. I, I don't know. I, to be determined, I, I guess. I, I'm not confident they will. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I think so, is, the, is the crest designer, we'll, Josh, we'll is it Josh Wolf? Is that his name? Did I make up a name? <laughs> it's Wolf. Matt Wolf, Matt Wolf, Matt Wolf. Yes, he yeah he did the design on that too. I, I doubt that they hired him to make another kit. You got another one for us? Back, back to, uh, yeah, we got. Okay, here here we go. So uh, this one's from me. This is uh, most likely to be on the ground after being fouled by the other team. We're calling this the Jogo Award. Like Niall, he has <laughs> he has earned the naming rights to the award. <laughs> And uh, this one goes to DeMello, who I think might have been the most fouled player in the league. I, I'll have to look it up. She was for for a little while. I think I saw least. it stat on Twitter, and Twitter has not once lied to me. <laughs> Everything is true on Twitter. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's uh, let's do one more, then we'll cut it to a commercial break so we can, we can go over our starting 11s. How about it? All right. Sounds good. We're going to go with Shot Stopper of the Year. Actually, we'll do two more because I got one more. After okay, two, two more. Shot Stopper of the Year. In this one, I'm going to give it as a tie 
Kyle Morton and Katie Lund both had spectacular seasons. Hard to choose when they were both the best keeper in their league. <laughs> yeah, Katie Lund might have had more numerically, but Kyle Morton, like if he was given that chance, he probably would have too, like at the rate he was going. So I'm giving them both the awards. You know why? Because nobody can stop me from doing so. So congratulations, both of you. All right, Zach, what do you got? All right, we got most lethal defender. Oh, yeah. Shantosh. I mean... He's a bully on the back line, and he scored nine goals. Nine goals. He scored an OMB amount of goals. Funny uh, funny story in that last game. I forget who scored, but I thought it was him. So I started screaming, 10, 10, 10. <laughs> I was only. counting for it. I was waiting. Uh, yeah. You can make a 10 with the playoffs. How, I don't, how electric would that be? We don't count the playoffs, but yeah, it'd be great. I wouldn't count, but it'd be great. I'd still start screaming 10. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned here to ESPN 680-1057 when we come back. We're going with our uh, best, uh, Louisville best 11. Co-ed starting 11. Co-ed starting 11. So stay tuned. Day off in Kyoto, You're locked on Soccer City. Powered by your Kentuckiana Toyota dealers. Right here on ESPN Louisville. Welcome back to Soccer City Radio. My name is Benton. I'm Zach. Zach, let's go over our Louisville co-ed starting 11s that we picked and some context yep this is theoretically we're playing a we're playing a, a co-ed charity game against another organization rules are you have to have at least five players from either team on the field at all times <clears throat> who is who is our starting 11 11 to go up against like say say portland or, or someone who also has a men's side and a women's yep. side all right, you want me to kick off, or you want to go first? Well, we're gonna talk about. So we're gonna oh, we're gonna go we're gonna go by part of the field. So we're gonna start in the back and work our way up. Yep. We'll do we'll do keepers, backline, midfield, and then forwards. So for context, my formation I selected was a four three three. I wanted to do a back three formation, like a three five two or something, but I didn't. I didn't. It didn't fit together how I want it, particularly in the back line. So yeah, four three three. I went with a four four two. And my goalkeeper selection was Katie Lund. Katie Lund had an, I mean, again, nothing against Kyle Moore or anything, but Katie Lund just stopped a, a he, she was absolutely incredible, and she got snubbed by the NWSL media a lot, which really triggers me, so I'm giving her those honors. Also, my thinking is, exactly. this was probably the hardest decision of any position <laughs> for me, but yeah, I, I have to go with Lund as well, just because she can get the, the honors, uh, from the league, so I was gonna, I was gonna give total, her the total start. BS, total BS. <clears throat> also, I should mention Portland actually did the thing that we're talking about the, this season. They they played a it was a fundraiser for Ukraine relief. They they played an inter squad co ed scrimmage. They split into like a, a yellow team and a blue team. So it was. Uh, oh, I didn't know but, about the color split. That's fun. Yeah, uh, but it it was. Super fun! Like it was, it was like chill vibes. I think they had like a pretty good attendance. I, I would be super excited if we could pull pull together something like this. It, like pick a charity, have have the proceeds go to a good cause. I think it would be fun. Like they did a bunch of fun things. It, it they did not take the game super seriously. So <laughs> I think I mentioned off the air that by the end, I think it was like thirty on thirty because mm-hmm. the the entire sideline cleared. I think there were reporters in there <laughs> by the end. Uh, but it was it was fun. Uh, but what I was going to mention was the the Portland. Well, they're both Portland. I don't know why I mentioned that. The the <laughs> Thorns goalkeepers played very well in that game, so that that also factored into me picking Lund. 
All right, you want to go over your back line? All right, so back line. I went back four. Um, try to keep it balanced between the teams. So I got Fox on the left wing. I think probably hard to probably. I think we're going to agree there. Uh, uh, Tosh and Bonner in the center, and then Manny on the sideline. It it hurt to not be able to fit Dia into the lineup, but just like the way it shook out. I, I felt like Fox and, and Manny is a pretty lethal pairing back there. You could you could tilt the field either way. Exactly, yeah, it was exactly my thinking. I think they're just both super dynamic players. And I did the same thing, and I was very upset I couldn't fit Amadou Dia in my in my little puzzle here. So I you know left to right, I did Fox, Josh Widener, Sean Tosh, and Manny Perez. Um, again, one, yeah, I one, I was trying to do a back three, just be different, but. Uh, couldn't make it work, but I'm, I'm happy with my selections there. I think uh, both Josh and uh, Sean Tosh have been phenomenal center backs. And again, like you said, those outside back pairings, that'd be a lot of fun to see. Oh, yeah. A lot of fun. All right. Uh, you want to, since I, since I did my backline first, you want to do your midfield? Yep. So in the midfield, I got three players uh, kind of playing more more centrally. I have Savannah DeMello and uh, Wong Shuang. And the more defensive middle oriented, I had Tyler Gibson. Again, I've talked about my love for the midfielders, but it was a tactical decision to put Tyler Gibson in that spot. And I guess I could put have could have put Paul De Piccolo, but I was thinking I want somebody more defensive oriented. Yeah, Paul's been an attacker this season. I mean, he has not been playing yeah. the, the six like so he like has in past years. Or Nile or Corbin, whatever. I thought yeah. more attacking oriented. So again, no nothing, no nothing snubbing them. You went full tactical with the, these yeah, decisions. Yeah, and like how too. I kind of wanted her in the mix. Um, I was thinking that, but I think Tyler Gibson is a, a very unsung hero, so had to work him in. Yeah, I feel like for both of us, Hal's probably the super sub. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, so, like I said, I went with four four two. So I had four back there on the. I'll do on, on the wings. I had Ombi and Mishigalusa. Uh and then centrally in the four, I had Demello and Paolo. I felt like I, I had to give it to Paolo. Just I feel like he's had a great season. That was a that was a really tough one to pick. I mean, if uh, looking other, at a, your other four four three written out here, like. I get that. Like, I wouldn't put Tyler Gibson in that that sort of yeah four four two spot. So I totally get it. Nothing, nothing against that. Yeah, at all. And, I mean Demello is that's easy pick. You could have easily slotted Nama Cabin there though for when I, he was healthy. He did, he did fantastic. I, I I tried to I tried to focus on the season people actually had. So yeah, I, that's fair. We had a lot of great players that just didn't get to play a lot of a lot of games. Uh, I think, but like, yeah. Like I puck Wong, I know she didn't play nearly as much as a lot of other people there, but I was very impressed on what I did see with her, and so I wanted to really work her in there. So. Got her in. All right, we gotta. So, Who's up, I had up top. I had two up top. Yep. Uh, hey, this was the easiest <laughs> of all of all for me to pick. So I, I had Harris and Nadia up top, which I think actually is a pretty lethal pairing. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think both of them would play well with with the other stylistically in like a, a top two. Um. Uh. Yeah. So. Like, well, well earned from both of them this season. So for my the the guys I had up top again it was four three three. So the three I had up top, the wings I had Musha Galusa and Jess McDonald, and then I had Harris up top. I like the idea of of having Jess particularly. Like I feel like I, I snubbed Ombi. I totally did. And it's you just can't work all the guys on the field. Like I was, guys or gals. I mean, I was close to moving Ombi up to striker because right. striker Ombi was real good this he can season. Do it. But Jess, like we saw her able to track back. Like she can she can do both. She's a smart player. I mean, Matiti's done awesome. She season. played a lot of minutes this year. Like yeah. she put in the work. That's it. 
definitely a, yeah. a justifiable. And nothing against Naughty. I just think uh, I think Harris is was the stronger pick for me, so I had to put him in there. Yeah. And unlike unlike the NWSLs end of the season starting eleven awards, we actually paid attention to the position the players played. I probably paid too much attention to it. In fact. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's man. right. That's why I worked out. Like, Those awards are so frustrating every season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's just a popularity contest. It doesn't make any sense. Or it's like, like all eleven. Or it's like ten attackers and then one goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. It's some some silly stuff. One there. goalkeeper who the best goalkeeper in the league was not even in the in the in the mix. You're getting me triggered, Zach. Uh, You're getting me triggered. I want you to be triggered. It's BS. One day we'll get some respect from the media. One day. <laughs> so. Zach, I'm going to put you on the spot here. We're going to circle back to Louisville City versus Pittsburgh. What is your predicted score? What do you think it's going to be? Oh, man. I feel like I feel like both of the things I'm considering are comp-outs. Because, man, you go 2-0, which is the score line that happened last time, which feels like a comp-out. 2-1, which is my comp-out <laughs> score when I pick, because that's just that's about the average score for a Louisville City game. Oh... Man, I, I think I'm gonna go two zero. I think I think I think they're gonna take care of business just like they did when they met them in the regular season. I'm, I'm gonna go with one nil. I think they're gonna get early. Oh. I think we're gonna get a real early goal, and then like a garbage time goal. And I think it's gonna be a pretty tense game for that whole middle period. I think it's going to be one nil, and I think our goal will come in the second half, this, between the 16th and 70th minute mark. So it's like not like right away in the start of the second half, but there's still also time for us to be like way too nervous. Um, here's a good question for you. Okay, we've been experimenting f- formationally recently with the the back three, which I thought worked very well in that last match. I was very pleased with what I saw. Liquid football, as I called it. <laughs> I love that term. What do you like? How do you think we're going to line up against them? You think That's we're going to? You think we're going to stick with what what what's been tried and true, or are we going to throw that curveball? I don't know if formationally, I don't know how the back three lines up against against Pittsburgh. See, this is where we need USL tactics on here to to be smarter than me. <laughs> right, let's, let's 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 message John Morrissey and yes, see if we can get him on the John, line. John, John, what 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 lines up against <laughs> against them better? Do you, I mean, uh, do you think? Do you, I mean, you're the head coach. What do you do? Do you play it safe and do with do our four three three, or do you mix it up with something like the back three? I think I probably start the game with the four three three, and then at halftime, depending on how that first half goes, I transition to it. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's easier to go from a four three three to a back three than than vice versa. Yeah, I think that's probably that's my like halftime move. Yeah. If if I'm not happy with the way the first half went, that's that that's that that's that trick you have up your sleeve. Like the ace in the pocket, you can pull up for that. So now my pockets in my sleeves, I guess. We already talked about that. You would want between the two Tampa, which I guess I reluctantly agree with. <laughs> Out of the West, who do you, who do you want versus who do you think it will be? Man, it. It's hard to see it not being San Antonio, just just with how they're playing right now. But I want anyone but San Antonio. <laughs> anyway, so you're just totally open. Just it's, your answer is basically yeah. not San Antonio. I mean, I say Oakland probably is who Louisville lines up the best against. But mm-hmm. I think Oakland's also least likely to make it out of that that four. Um, 
man, it looks like Sacramento still got the the playoff magic going. Yeah. So it, it's hard hard to say that that wouldn't be a tough matchup too. Yeah, I would have to so say. So I would say if, Oakland and Colorado. Yeah, I'll, I'll say Colorado just to be be different from you. Um, you know, they lost Haji Berry. Like that's. That's big, you know. But we talked at the start I mean, that like soccer's a team sport. I know it, it's the sport you're most likely to be able to lose your best player and still. But in a knockout not lose game, a, you not need, lose an edge. You need a guy who can step up and do some magical things, and he was that he was that guy for them. So, but if we do, you know, if we do advance all the way far and it's San Antonio, I am very curious about that matchup. Again, I'm not wishing it because that means It'd be a we, great final, and it would be fun to travel. But I would prefer not to go see the Alamo. Get some barbecue. But I am just like, for the sake of the sport, interested in that matchup. This Louisville City team versus that San Antonio team. Because that's a very different squad as far as like their number. Like when you look at like the statistics of all the other teams that are, you know, good this year, they kind of, they don't fit into that puzzle the same way as everybody else. Yeah. You know, they're Whereas not like Tampa and Louisville are both good in a lot of the same ways. Yeah. Yeah. They're very different. That's why I want to see that lineup. And I'm disappointed that we, we weren't matched up uh, against them in the regular season. That would have been fun. I would have really enjoyed that, especially when we kind of realized like, what we, they're the real deal. Yeah. I, we did get the, we got the San Diego matchup, which is that was another fun. team that plays completely different than Louisville out in the West. That so we got most, that matchup. That might have been one of the most exciting matches of the season. It had yeah. everything. Like, if you had this, have a neutral fan watch a Louisville City match from the season, like, why not that one? That's a good one. <laughs> you know, red also, cards flying, high score. True, true to form. They flamed out in the playoffs the exact way you would expect them. It's like they're either going to win by five goals <laughs> or oh. they're going to lose by three. And I'm glad people pointed this out online because I was watching the MLS matches. It was a few days before that. It was one of the playoff matches. And Landon Donovan was on the call. I'm like, well, that's weird. Do you think he would be like really like just at home focusing on like his is coaching his team around then they lose and he start getting roasted online for that like that's a not a super great look like i don't know he's just trying to like juggle two careers at once like what landon not not respecting the team he plays for <laughs> never mr uh, my other team is next day, whatever. <laughs> i would never expect landon like? to not not fully be committed to the was team that he's a mas- for. was that like a mastercard ad or something yeah, like that it, when he it, had was, that? it was some ad why would you agree to that? Oh, man, that's... That you deserve to get made fun of for the rest of your life for doing something like that. He's balding because he did that. <laughs> that's mean. That's... You you know it's bad because it has completely erased the water fountain photo <laughs> as most embarrassing thing Landon <laughs> oh, Donovan's ever yes. done. <laughs> yes, that picture. It took a lot to unseat that. Yeah, that's... Yeah, weird, weird photo shoot that happened way back in the day. Anyway, well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for tuning in and uh, let us do a little bit of a different show, different approach, did some fun things. We got a big match this weekend. It's a home match against Pittsburgh. If you haven't gotten your tickets, still time to do so. I'm expecting a big crowd. We'll see, though. We'll see. Hopefully some good weather, good action. I'll be there. Anyway, take care. We'll catch you guys next week. So, yeah. Bye, Bye Yeah, Take care. Tired of eating the same homemade meals over and over again? Want to switch it up? LocallyOwnedDelivery.com safely brings the restaurants to you. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, they'll bring it to you. Delivery.com delivers some of the finest restaurants in Metro Louisville. Miss going out to eat but still want to support your favorite restaurants? Delivery.com has got you covered. Use promo code ORDERNOW for $10 off your next order. Sit back, relax, your meal's on its way. Delivery.com. We bring the restaurants to you. 
Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Injured in a car accident? Visit suedistracteddriver.com. 